0: Welcome to Spirit Switchboard. I am your host, Carrie Lynn Shelforn, and you are listening to us live on the United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 and 107.7 New Orleans. So, thank you everybody for joining us tonight. Um, if you are listening to us, you can also like. I know that we're on YouTube tonight, we are on Facebook, We, you can watch us on Roku, if you want to head to Roku, I think, I believe, eh, I'm not even going to say think, not going to say think, I believe that you, you, when you go to Roku, you will look up the UFO Paranormal Radio Network, and then you can find us, you can find us that way. Hi, Contessa, hi. Hi, Wiz, how you doing? Thanks for being here. Just gonna switch some things up for us before we get started. So I, I'm excited about the guest that we have on today because there's a merry band of brothers <laughs> and he is part of that that gang. And I've had the opportunity to have Eric Mantel from Eric Mantel Investigates on, Julie Krause, who is a medium, she was on a a few weeks ago. And I have a special guest coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm not gonna say who that is just yet because it may come up uh, during the conversation that we have today. So hi, Howie, thanks for being here. Hi, Julie, Joanne. Oh, hi, Michelle. Hello, hello, hello. It's good to see everybody. Hi, Joanne. Michelle, I was pretty excited when I saw that um, flashlight, that special flashlight that you got, and we're going to talk about Youperlite, you and I. Hi, Heather. So our guest today, let's get him on. Our guest today is spirit medium Dominic Satel, he has been talking, communicating with spirit since a young age, being able to sense and feel energy from spirit. He uses his gift to give insight into events from the past and help people understand messages from beyond. Joining Eric Mintel Investigates has helped Dominic reach a larger audience and help connect more people to spirit. Not everything the spirit communicates is always positive, but needs to be said to help with closure. I want to talk about that. I appreciate and respect that. If you would like to contact Dominic, you can visit Eric Mantel Investigates on through the website, Instagram, and Facebook. And let's welcome Dominic into the show. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for being here.
1: Yeah. Oh, sure. Anytime. Glad uh, to be here. Uh, Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. It's great. And uh, it's interesting because you and I started talking and then all of a sudden like spirit started showing up and i don't do that on the show i don't do readings i just don't do any of that and it's yep. it's i've had a number of different mediums show up but this is the very first time that i've had people show up in spirit while i'm okay. doing the show it kind of tossed me for a loop for a second i don't know i had to pause <laughs> Oh,
1: eric eric always says that within 10 minutes five minutes of me being there things start going and he, he says yeah. it's always me, that it's my energy that brings the them magnet. in and makes them alive. But yeah, I'm the magnet. So
0: I always look at it like a, a movie theater, those bright lights, you know, it's just yep. the shiniest light in the room. <laughs> so like a moth to the light, here they come, get ready oh, yeah. for it.
1: And, you know, with Julie and I, we've been working together now for almost a year. And with her and I, it just, the energy is just even magnified more. So, so it's, it's fun. It's fun. I enjoy it.
0: And special. It, it truly oh, is special to have mediums that can work well together. And there's no ego, no competition. And yep. it's, it's tag teaming. And we work on different levels. Yes. And when you find somebody that can kind of like either at the same level, but a different perspective, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. And it, it is, I mean, I've worked with other mediums before. And, you know, it's Karen Luchin and, you know, Julie Krause. And we had a gentleman, his name was Mel. And that was when we first really started doing stuff. Mel was there. Eric had brought him in. And it just, the the energies and how we see things and how we get the images. And I see full body apparitions and a couple of them did not. They get pictures and photographs in their head and they, they get flashes of things. And it's different. And it, it, it just, it's, it, to me, I find it really interesting how everybody communicates.
0: Yeah. And, and that everybody's part of the puzzle puzzle needs to come together and you get the whole story yep. from it. Right.
1: And, oh uh, yeah. And we pick it, up on I different like... things as well. I mean, the spirit talks to me one about one thing and they're off in another area and they're picking up something else entirely different and right. you bring the stories together and it, it gives you the whole book the whole picture of what's going on yeah so I find it interesting
0: it is is. interesting I've always been that kid that wanted like kumbaya come on let's all do good (laughs) (laughs) and I it's not I don't know it's not the I love history and I love stories and and being a part of figuring out maybe pieces of the story that haven't been told right
1: sure yeah. And that's, that's the whole thing. Like what Eric and I do, we, we try to, you know, when we go into these venues and they're restaurants, taverns and houses and, you know, in Bucks County, we have a lot of history here, you know, with the Revolutionary War, Civil War, right. and there's everything that goes on. And it, it's really interesting to, to get all that and, and be able to tell it. <laughs>
0: that's what I'm learning from watching uh, some of the YouTube videos. Hi, M- Michelle is just saying welcome, Dom. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Tammy. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Corey. Hi, Corey. Um, so let's start from let's just kind of pull back so everybody uh, gets to know you a little bit more. So sure having i know that you call it uh, a gift and we had a small chat before we started the <laughs> show tonight and i i mean i think that i not fully cringe i call it stink i type but oh, <laughs> you know like that, <laughs> that. <laughs> because my daughter my daughter i have four kiddos and my daughter is uh well she'll be 27 soon and she okay. really dislikes when people come up and ask her do you have the gift too <laughs> she's like she doesn't want to be asked or she just wants to be able to do her thing. And I mean, she has abilities, all yep. the kids do, because when it's in your family structure, it just tends to keep on going some Oh, sure. way, right? And she yep. just, she cringes when she hears that, but, um, you know, that's part of your story too, right? And having oh, yeah. a family member that was able yep. to, to help guide you. Can you talk about that?
1: Sure. Um, I've had, I've had the gift since I was about three, four years old and it was my grandmother It was where I got the gift from
0: mom's side or dad's side,
1: mom's side. It was mom's side. And she, she really helped me hone it and, and, and understand it. And, you know, I'm not a young person, but when I was growing up, it was taboo to talk about. It wasn't, you know, nobody, nobody really said anything. And at my age, understanding it and seeing spirit, I, I kind of kept it quiet. So Eric didn't even know at the time. and, I hate doing Kathy, but Eric didn't even know at the time until we were out and he was doing some tongue in cheek videos. And I said to him, yeah, I said, you know, we could really take this somewhere. And I was explaining to him what I could do. And he was like, there's no way. He's like, you never said anything. And, I, and at that point you kind of didn't because everybody, like you said, the stink guy, you're like, eh. yeah, you yeah. Know, you're weird, you know, and yeah. you had all these taboos to go with it. And yeah. I was like, I kept it quiet you know close close friends knew but that was about it you know family knew but that was all
0: and when you're a teenager you're just trying to fit in even middle school ages like you just want to fit in you don't want to be the it's already hard you already feel yeah bullied weird kid that's it you just want to survive high school and get out of there get
1: out (laughs) 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 exactly yeah and that's that's basically what it was and you know and My profession, I do heating and air air conditioning, and you know, I'm an estimator now. I do mechanical estimating on commercial projects, but my specialty was older homes, farmhouses from the 1700s, putting air conditioning in. Yeah, and love it. I would actually go into these places and I would see spirit and they're like, yeah, don't, you can't go through that wall. You can't do this. You can't do that. And, you know, and being respectful, you know, understanding, you know, this was their house that they built that they loved and making sure that you do it, you know, and not destroy anything and keep the the spirit of the house. And that was the whole thing. So having the gift and being able to be able to figure out, certain things. You know, people are like, how'd you know that was there? Uh, Well, (laughs) I just knew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had this opportunity. There's a fellow, a farmer He was a goat farmer, actually, and he was selling his property and it was all going up for auction. His house was going, he was moving overseas. He was getting rid of everything. And he asked me if I would do a property read of the land and the barn and the house okay. and then he was actually a writer and then he wrote about me in like the ontario because i'm up here in canada so he the ontario oh, wow. like farmers association magazine he wrote about it and then i had all kinds of people asking me to go out and read their property yep. in the farm and i love it like i i know that this is gonna get me some emails but i never charged i was just <laughs> excited about it because it, i was interested in it like yep. and it and I like that you said the spirit of the house, like what I learned and I ended up doing these talks about the spirit of a bank barn. Like, Oh yeah. You see these, the, all you see is foundations anymore, sort of dotting the landscape. They are just not making them like they did. And so I wrote about this and did talks about the spirit of the bank barn. And so I I appreciate how you approach, approach like the historical homes. And we have to find that balance of it's our home now too. Yes. And we're going to cohabitate and <laughs> we're going to meet somewhere in the middle about where the change is just to modernize so that the house can
1: continue. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've you know, doing these investigations and it, we, we did one, it was a, a 1759 farmhouse. Uh, it was new spirit, old soul. Um, and, um, you know, it it was hauntings of the homestead. It's one of the videos we did and we went back twice Um, The first time we were there, never been in the property. It's about an hour away from where I live. And we went up there to do this investigation at this farmhouse and a huge property. They have a spring house, summer kitchen. They have outbuildings. I mean, beautiful, beautiful property. But the story that started to unfold that first night we were there. It went from zero to 60 in a matter of minutes and we couldn't finish the investigation. So we went back to finish it and just everything went to chaos right away. And how so the spirit was very angry that was there. One of them was very angry, embarrassed, um, did Uh not like men. And when we walked into the master bedroom, she was the wife and she tried to push me out. Right. Um, and the homeowner that was there, they have a connection and I know what the connection is and the spirit tried to actually, it bum rushed her and tried to take her over. Um, uh, and, and I, I always say, you know, it's kind of like the movie ghost where Patrick Swayze jumps into the body of Whoopi Goldberg yeah. and it's the same kind of a thing. And she is a bit sensitive and she's trying to learn her gift and right this this spirit tried to jump into her while i had to protect her because it just overwhelmed her so much right and got her out of the house and you know or out of the room out into the hallway to get her to calm down but during that night that investigation we kind of calmed i calmed spirit down and the story starts coming out you know yeah. why she is the way she is and you know there was infidelity um, loss of children and the the infidelity, the, the person that had a child with the husband, you know, that child lived, but hers didn't. Why? And, you know, why did my husband do this? And, you know, now she has this child that's growing on, on the property, and it looks more and more like the husband. And right. everybody's like, oh, well, your, your boy looks so nice. You know, he's handsome, looks just like your husband. And she's like, it's not my son but she treated yeah. him as if it was her own. Right. And it's just that that animosity she has towards men. You know, it was just, and it was just really interesting.
0: People so, don't always recognize like, all, part of our job is almost therapy for those spirits. Oh, like yep. in, and a lot of times, uh, most times they're just needing their stories heard. So how and, we yep. approach exactly. it and let them know that we're there out of respect.
1: Yeah, and is, and that is was, important. That 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 is really a um. That's a, that's a, a big one. Is spirit just wants to be heard? They have something to say, good or bad. They just they need to get it out. And and when they talk about it, it is therapy, and it does yeah. help them cross. So and that's that's a a huge thing that we that we try and do.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't always happen on the first. Shot no. either like it sometimes takes a long time in order to build up that trust and relationship.
1: To it allow... does, and and when we went back the second time to near New Spirit Old Soul, we actually the owners did a raffle and had two people. You know, they had multiple people sign up, but they picked two names to go on the second investigation with us. Mm. And the one lady that was there, she actually brought somebody with her, and that spirit did not like the other spirits and they kind of were fighting oh, I was going to ask it was You know, that to me was tough because I'm hearing it from both ends and, and I'm like trying to keep one spirit calm that's on the property that's going to stay the other one's going to go away. And it was, it was interesting to see how that happened and the dynamics, because I've never had experiences like that before. And that experience of that happening was just, it was phenomenal. And, you know, the, the lady was apologizing. She's like, I'm so sorry, do I need to leave? I'm like, no. It's fine. You know, I'm going to keep the spirit that's with you. Keep her calm. Keep her out of the way. Yep. Block her from the other ones and we'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Julie's in the supermarket, but she's just saying hi. Hi,
1: Julie. <laughs> hey, Julie.
0: So if, for those people that are listening. I want a um, steak,
1: Julie. <laughs> yes, steak.
0: Are, Okay, steak. Are you yeah, that hungry? And people laugh at me because they want to take it in an inappropriate way. But I like, I need Meat, (laughs) I need to ground. I want a baconator. I can't even eat a whole baconator because it just makes me not good anymore. But a couple of bites out of it does be good. Something to ground me fast as soon as we're done. Because
1: that's there's a reason why they call it ground beef, yeah. (laughs) As a spirit, you want to be grounded (laughs) so.
0: it's so funny. I need burgers after, too. Yeah, you get hungry.
1: (laughs) You do. It drains you. You need to put that energy back in.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, Hi, Phil. Phil is just saying hi, Lorraine. Hi, Phil. I'm not seeing that. Um, Phil has uh, an investigative group uh, outside of, well, you can correct me, Phil, but like Belleville, Napanee, Kingston, Ontario. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so if anybody, uh, is interested, you can go to, uh, SoundCloud and you can listen to the archive show with Eric, uh, Mantel and with Julie
1: Krause. Or you can just skip Eric. Hey, we don't need him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is very good at, uh, promoting and. Oh, he—you know—getting people excited and on board, and his enthusiasm, you can feel it for yep. for what he's doing. And
1: he he would actually be listening tonight, but he actually had a gig that he's playing at with his quartet. So he's playing the piano yeah. right now, tickling the ivories as we're doing this.
0: Yeah, I know that's awesome, <laughs> and he's great about sharing afterwards as and as oh, well, yeah. right? I, I know I kind of got us off, back off <laughs> off. I got us off track, so we're gonna roll it back, which. <laughs> That's not surprising to me. It's always like a squirrel on Red Bull once we, once we get going. <laughs> but like, How do you guys, I know that you guys are in Bucks County and there's a lot that you guys are investigating. I sure. love that you guys are being such good ambassadors for your community. There's so much that you guys are doing in that, in that area. Oh yeah. Um, one of it's funny if Julie is still listening, one of the things that I had wrote down because we were talking about, you know, helping spirits transition and and it is work trying to get them to go. But you and Julie also helped somebody cross over on a different investigation. Could you talk to us about that?
1: We were at a restaurant and tavern uh, down in Doylestown, Pennsylvania at the Waterwheel Tavern, and there was a spirit there that she was stuck Um and when we did the investigation and that was the first time i met julie we were on this investigation and we both tuned in to the same spirit and Mm -hmm. it was it was really interesting and she really had an attachment to julie and when we went back for our premiere after the video was done and we were premiering it we had dinner they did a whole dinner and they did did the premiere they had i think 40 to 60 people there at the premiere and the dinner um and right as we're eating dinner and we're in an upper section of the restaurant and julie went down to use the bathroom and i watched spirit walk and follow her it was a female spirit follow her into the bathroom Uh. and i mean just right away as soon as as soon as spirit saw julie and felt her energy she was attached and i walked down and i was talking with julie and she's like did you see her? Did you feel her? And I'm like, she followed you. I mean, she just absolutely followed you right in. And she's like, do you want to try to cross her over? And I said, yeah, let's do it. So we, we went down to where spirit really is, which was at the bottom of the stairs right, and of the cellar bar. And we actually were able to cross her over. And ever since we've crossed her over, the energy that was on that stairwell going down to the cellar bar has been calm. So they haven't had as many instances, which, you know, it's a shame because it was really cool, but (laughs) you know, everybody would feel that presence, but you know, she's still, she's gone, but she's still there. So it's, it's interesting. And, And we had a good time and we were able to do that and help that spirit.
0: Do you find, um, I know that you said you're older, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay about letting people know how old I am. I don't wake out about it too much. So I'll be 53 this summer. So I've really only had to cross spirits over three times. I don't know okay. if it's just, I'm fortunate or it's just not, it's just not come a, come across. And I didn't have difficulty transitioning them. I like getting sure. them to, to move over either. Sometimes you do though. And, and Depending on what their stories are, right? Again, it comes oh, back to yeah, listening, absolutely. listening to the story and what they're needing.
1: And that was that was the whole thing. Like when we were down there at the water wheel, she had a story, and we were able to figure out what the story was. We got it on video. we were able to tell people, and I think it was just much easier for her to cross over at that point. And you know, okay. and I've ran into other spirits that they've already crossed over, but they come back.
0: Exactly. And That's what I get more of. And yeah. they
1: can do that. And the spirits that when they come back, it's because of an object or a connection to a family member. Yeah. Um, you know, it's something along those lines, somewhere they enjoyed being and loved being, you know, and it, it's just, I have I had a spirit. We did a premiere for the beast of Brynathan. We were hunting right. an upright canine dog, man, werewolf thing. Um, which is Brenathan, which is just around the corner from. Inbox. Is that the
0: Bray Road, or that's different?
1: Because that's a different one. Yeah. So don't talk about
0: we... that one yet. Just wait no, about that. <laughs> okay. Same,
1: same, same principle. Okay. Same gotcha. creature. And yeah. when I was down there, we're doing the premiere, and we're showing to the guys that that had paid us to come out um, for the investigation. That the one gentleman we were doing it in his backyard of his house, and he asked me to go in and to walk around his house and tell me what I feel. Now the house was, house. there was an original house there and it was torn down and they rebuilt another house in the 1920s. And in the 1920s, the the people that were living there, the, the wife and husband are still there. And it was their favorite house. Well, when I walk in, he's got this beautiful stove from the 40s. And I'm looking at it, and I'm going. And Spirit, she's standing there, and she's like, "My husband bought this for me," and she's telling me. And I said, ah, "I said, uh, this stove is, you know, not original, but it was an upgrade that the husband bought. She's very proud of that." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "This is her <laughs> stove. This was her kitchen." I said, "Yeah." I said, "She's still here and loves that this, this is still being used today." Yeah. And. We're walking through the house and as we're walking through the house, you know, I saw the husband and he's like, do you, do you sense anything in here? I said, yeah. I said, there's a gentleman here. I said, his face is a little disfigured. And he's like, yeah, he had a broken nose, something hit him at work and disformed his face. And I could see it. And uh, we go upstairs and we're upstairs and he's got an old steamer trunk that his, his parents bought him. And it was from Missouri. So it was brought from there brought here. And right. I said, there's a spirit attached with that still. So there's three spirits. Then all of a sudden, there's another spirit that's trying to get my attention. And I'm like, where did this one come from? And and I'm just it was kind of taken aback. And I'm going, well, what what's going on? And Slowly trying to figure it out. Well, now I'm trying to read the house, and this other spirit's interrupting, kind of jumping in your face, and you're like, oh, "Wait, wait, hold on," you know. And I'm I'm trying to trying to tell a spirit I'm I'm in the middle of something. You got to give me a second. And uh, we're walking through the rest of the house, and when we go back down into the kitchen, and we're standing there, and I'm talking, and I and I said I I just figured out who that other spirit is, and everybody's like, "Well, who is it?" And I said that spirit came in with your mother. I said the spirit's attached to her. With that, his mom and her husband come out from the dining room into the kitchen. Who's with me? And I said, it's a female. I said, if somebody takes a picture right now, I said, you'll see the spirit on camera. She wants to be seen. His friend that was a doctor immediately had his phone out, camera, took a picture, and he zooms in on it. He goes, there it is. And here it is. You see the starburst, and it's attached to her arm by her hand. It was holding her arm. And I said, that spirit. And everybody was like, oh, my God. And I have the picture. And he sent it to me. So I,
0: I love it. when equipment validates what we're getting.
1: And and everybody's like, I can't love believe it. it. And I said, it, she's here. And that's that spirit threw me off. She had something to say. I said, you know, and I said, she puts money in your way. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, you're walking down the street. And I said, you'll find money. And she's like, all the time. I said, that's her putting it in your way. It was her mom's, it was her mom's best friend. That was like an Uh, aunt, no relation blood, but the aunt couldn't have kids of her own and just adored her and took care of her. So, and, and she was, she's like, that just warms me. And I'm like, it should, I mean, that's, that's why she's still here. And it's, you know, he's like, it's, it was funny. He's like, you're on the whole time talking about everything. And I said, as soon as your mom walked in, it's chaos because that spirit just like, Hey, you got to let her know I'm here. I'm with her. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm like, hold on time out. I'm like, it's, <laughs> you know, I'm already in, in one zone. Now you, I have to switch gears. And it was interesting. So, and
0: that's, so Kathy was just asking, what about spirit attaching to objects, <laughs> antiques, and cetera. So that story just sort of hopefully, oh, Kathy, yeah. if, you have, um,
1: if you have more to that. Oh, I do. I, I actually, Eric always has asked me, he's like, how come you don't go into, he's like, do you ever go to antique shops? And I said, no. And he goes, why? I said, because there's so many spirits attached to objects. And I said, here's a, here's a, for instance, do it, being that I was in heating and air conditioning, owned my own business. Um, and I was in a customer's house. I was the fourth contractor to go into the house. And I was called by the manufacturer to go in because she was having such problems with the equipment and the thermostat and fourth contractor to go in. And I, I walk in, and I'm, as soon as I walk in, I look into the, the living room and there's a spirit standing there next to the fireplace, arms crossed, looking angry. And I'm going, well, this is interesting. I was like, is your thermostat in here? And she goes, yes. She goes, the heat just comes on randomly. The cooling (laughs) comes on. She's like, the timing's always off. They replaced it three times. They've done this. They've done that. And I said, well, uh, I'm going to start off, I said, in here. And I said, and I'll work my way downstairs. I just want to check things out. So I go into the living room. My employee's with me. He knows I have a gift. Homeowner goes into the kitchen. And I immediately just walk over to the fireplace. And I look at this spirit and I say, what is the issue? <laughs> and she points to this. It was like a candelabra thing that was on this mantle. And she goes, this doesn't belong here. This belongs to my family. I don't want it here. And until it goes back to my family and I'm like, okay, I get it. So I go and check out the system and I can't find anything wrong. Right. And I go back to the homeowner and I said, you know, I, I, I said, I think we know what the problem is. Um, I'm going to do some stuff here. I said, but, you know, that's a really interesting piece you have on your fireplace. Where did you get it? Oh, I've had that for about two months. I said, okay. I said, "Um, when you brought that in, I said, you start having problems. Yeah, within like a week. She's like, that's when the problem started. I said, that needs to go back to wherever you got it. And she's like, but it's great piece. I said, no, you need to take it out of here. That spirit is what's causing the issues. I explained it to the homeowner. She ended up taking it back to the antique store. No more issues, no more problems with the thermostat. (laughs) And I I had her as a customer for about 10 years before I sold my business. And she was just like, I can't believe there was something attached. And I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, I go into an antique store and they're like, Oh, look, this was, this is my favorite object. This calculator right here. I've had this in the family for so long. And, and it's, it's amazing how they, they attach themselves. And yeah, it, it's just crazy. And I'm like, why?
0: <laughs> um. Oh, hi, Deb. No, that's
1: that a is different a different time. time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Thanks, Deb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, hi, Denise. Hi, Carrie. Um, one of the questions that I had, like from, from the sharing that you've done, uh, I have a two questions, so I'm going to sure. do the, going to go backwards a little bit first. When you are connecting with spirits that haven't crossed over, do yep. they feel energetically different for you than the spirits that have fully transitioned and come back? come back or fully crossed over and then come back.
1: Yes um, I, I when they haven't crossed over their energy is still here and they're they're less opaque. so I see them a lot clearer. Mm.
0: Um,
1: for somebody that has crossed over, they, they come back and they' you could you can tell because they're more transparent. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Their energy is not as strong because they have crossed over. Um, and they're kind of visiting when they come back.
0: That's so, so interesting. Um, I'm the opposite.
1: You're the opposite. Yeah, and, and again, our yeah. gifts are different. And you see Yeah, yeah. Things, but things I like to
0: learn, but, right? Like yeah. how it feels for you. When they're not fully transitioned, I feel like I'm slogging through mud. It's
1: a little, it's. It's, they're definitely, and there's more. And that's why I say there's more energy to them. And I can yeah. see them a lot more clear, but it it definitely is. They're more in your, it's. I don't want to say in your face, but they're, they're definitely, there's more to them. And, and that, like you said, yeah, you have to slug through it. It's like yeah. going through a bomb, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And it's it's a fog and, and and everything that you have to kind of weave and go through to help. But um, yeah, when, once they cross over their energy, it's a, it's, it's not as strong, but it's more clear and you know, you can understand more. Thanks, Jim.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Jim spirit photographer good show and Howie if yeah Howie you're still here so Howie had said hello to us up near the the beginning of the show hello 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 and Howie um runs the Rift uh Nation uh network and has a show on Sunday nights. a podcast called uh The Orion Effect if anybody wants to check that out as well too um the other question that I had is do you have any tips like I know a number of the people that are hanging out with us um in the chat right now and sure. the people that are listening uh to the audio later do you have any tips about like there's lots of people that love antiques and going to and it's not even purchasing antiques you could just have this little light of mind above your head really bright oh yeah where you have sensitivities and bring a spirit home from an antique place as well too so do you have any tips or to you know help guide people through those situations if they are going to bring something home or check out a place like that
1: the, the biggest thing I could say is if you're gonna if you're gonna purchase something and you're gonna bring it home um, to help spirit release spirit, you know to to you have to you definitely have to do your due diligence when you do it. There are certain things you can do and certain things you can say. Um, you know everybody's sage, you know that's a big one to help purify and to to release the the darkness pretty much. Right. So, you know, it, it depends on what the object is and, and how you feel towards it as well. You know, if you appreciate it and you put it, cause I've had, I've had people buy things and they put it as a knickknack in their curio cabinet and spirit doesn't like it in there. They, it, it yeah. should be more of a, a, a scene piece. So they want that piece to be out more prevalent. And if they just take it and move it, things calm down and, and, you know, you really have to understand and you have to tune in to what's there and tune into spirit to understand.
0: Yeah. And so I think belief system, if you have a certain belief system as well too, and yep. people need to also be mindful. It's the energy that you're putting projecting onto it as well too because yes. really anything that we bring into our home can have energy attached to it because it's passed yes. through so many hands already
1: right like absolutely and the age yeah. you know it makes it stronger you know and definitely you know how much energy you know that is attached to it because of how much they like the object or love that object and you know the yeah. sentimental value of that object to them it was given to them you know, and, you know, from a loved one, which means it has more energy because it's something that's special now. Yeah. And that stays with that. And that, yeah. and, you know, and that's the whole thing.
0: I think I, um, I know that it's my sense of humor as well, too, which can sometimes be like grade four level, but it's. Like I'll get grab the tuning forks as well. Too. What are you doing? Yep. Gotta gonna go fork it. <laughs> so we're gonna fork it because we're leaving it on the porch until we oh, yeah. bring it into the house. Um, even in big events. I don't know what you're like. How do you clear after you've been at? Do you clear before you go home? Do you clear before you get in the car? I have a liquid spray that I keep yep. in the car.
1: Yeah, and, and that's and the tuning I mean, fork. We're actually we have coming up uh, next Saturday. Um, we have our Bucks County yes. Paracon event. Um, yeah. Spoiler. <laughs>
0: no, no, go uh, ahead. Like but, you know, what bring yeah, it up and now and let people sure. know where they can get tickets and who's going to be there and what it's it all
1: about. It's uh, Bucks County Paracon. It's going to be held at Bucks County Community College in Bucks yeah. County in Lower yeah. Bucks. Um, you can buy tickets online at Bucks County Community College. If you go to our website, Eric Mintel investigates dot uh, com and we have a link to be able to buy tickets uh, we're going to have speakers out there we're going to have Bill Burns um, which everybody should know Bill Burns, Ancient Aliens uh, yeah. Tom Carey who's a person that deals with Roswell he's written numerous books on Roswell and he's got some really interesting theories on what Roswell is and he has evidence and everything to back it up Um we have uh, Eric Spinner, Art Mac, that are going to be there. Um, we have Nick Pope that's also going to be there, which right. Nick Pope is huge. Yeah. And Eric and I are going to be speaking about what we do and how things go. And uh, I'll have a table there, do one-on-ones. You can come see me. I'll do, do autographs. On- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do some one on one So
0: is there a fee for the autographs? Because there's uh- a... <laughs>
1: Autographs are free. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hugs are ten.
1: Hugs are ten dollars. High fives you know, for the food you
0: truck need. later.
1: <laughs> yep, we have food trucks that are going to yeah. be there as well. We have yeah. a we have a lot of vendors that are going to be there as well. So, um, you want a reading, Julie? I can do that. Yes. I'll give it to Mike. <laughs>
0: so, but I encourage people who are like I know that Julie, you're not needing the the practice but i do know like that our must the intuitive muscle grows the more that we do it but i encourage those people who are who are feeling compelled to do this work and being of service to do expos because you have to be on it builds the muscle you have conf like you grow your confidence the expos are great especially at the beginning of of coming out of the closet and doing it you know offering your
1: services (laughs) it's great There you go. He wants to buy one from you, too. There you go. (laughs) When when I first met when I first met Mike, we were doing the event down at at Waterwheel. And I said I said to him, I said, you know, you have a spirit with you that that you need to get rid of. And uh, he did. He actually went to see somebody and they actually were able to remove that. And we just we just were on her podcast last night. How and uh, Mike was there and I was asking her when we were doing the one investigation. I said, the pictures that she had up on Instagram and Facebook, I said, he looks like a different person. I said, since uh-huh. he's had that done, his glow is different. Nice. And Mike's Mike is a great guy her husband. And and uh, just total different aura on him. And it it really was interesting. I was like, I was so happy for him. Oh, I'm elated because it just he's a great guy. And, and he needed that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's and it is, it can, especially if you're not um, aware that that's happening, right?
1: Yep. Like, yeah.
0: You guys would, oh.
1: <laughs> she said the podcast. Sorry, I, I missed it. Those feel different. Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, do you want to do a shout out about what the podcast is? If anybody wanted to find it and listen to that interview as well, too?
1: Yeah, it's, it's her podcast is called Cut the Karma. And it's her and her husband, and sometimes I think she has her sister on as well, Mm -hmm. and uh, they they will interview you and talk about your gifts, kind of the same principles what we're doing today. Yeah. Um, And but now that I know Julie and her husband, it was kind of it seemed more personal, and it was just. It yeah. flowed so nice. And, oh, that's and lovely. Great. They're they're such a cute couple. They're younger, cute couple.
0: Cute right, Serpy, you know.
1: sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all is. that yoga, and journaling together. That's it. <laughs> and I'm teasing Julie because you're lovely. It's been great. How it like? It's just been great getting to connect with all of you. Like I said, it's like that whole you know, little group of you it guys. Um, yeah. and,
1: and she's and Eric, Eric and I, we've known each other since high school and it, it's, uh, you know, she put up a picture of her husband. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, Eric and I have known each other since high school. So when him and I are together, we're just comedians. And, and, yeah. you know, it's sometimes we have to rein it in because we do go off key and go off book. And, and he's like, all right, we got to stop. We got to be more serious. No. And I'm like, it, it happens, but you know, it's the energy that him and I have and him yeah. being so creative and it's just, it's fun. We just have fun.
0: And you have to have safety with the people like, um, emotionally, you have need to physically, but also emotionally, yeah. you need to feel safe with the people that you're investigating with because it, it can be very intense and it's vulnerable. You putting yourself yes. in vulnerable positions. So it does matter. Um, you know, who you are investigating with and, and what they bring.
1: Oh yeah. And we are like brothers.
0: <laughs> Lorraine is saying, thanks for this. So awesome. I'll catch the rest on replay. Oh, have fun yeah. at hockey. Oh yeah. That's another, and I know that I'm kind of teasing Julie about, about yoga and I, I cause I mean, I do as well, too. But you guys also did karate, did you not?
1: Martial yeah, arts? Yeah, Him and I both did martial arts. We actually, years ago, um, before he started Eric Mattel Investigates, him and I were trying to do a video um, of self-defense for women. And oh. he he was trying to get us to go on to, at the time, it was Kathy Lee and Regis. Oh, so okay. he, was, he had sent them the video to try to get us on there. So he's he's always been trying to to expand, you know, and and Eric yeah. is good for that. And again, he's very creative, and he can he he's a very good promoter, and yeah. he he was trying to promote that, and we actually and he
0: believes it, and and he's I, full I, I, on passionate about what he does, and you can feel yeah. that, right? It's and, not yeah, disingenuous
1: at all. No, and he he goes a hundred percent. And he doesn't hold back. He d- he dives into it head first, hundred percent. And it was funny when we were doing the video, we went down to a place down towards Philadelphia to sell the DVDs that he had made. And I ended up teaching karate at that school and that that place Uh, when we went down there, the the, uh, owner watched the video and he called me and he's like, hey, do you teach kids classes? And I said, yeah, I do. And he's like, can you come down here on Saturdays? I have three kids classes. I'd love for you to teach them. Nice. I said sure. So I was going driving an hour down our home wow. just to teach a couple 45 minute classes but I knew right. it. It was great.
0: So can can you share your thoughts? Oh, I'm just going to share Kim Stewart's comment. So Kim is just saying there is a really cool energy to that level of vulnerability when it comes to that humor and commitment.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, and and you know, being, you know, I'm I'm t- I'm dealing with spirit and I have to open myself up and you know otherwise spirit doesn't come through correctly and it is vulnerable because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sharing how i'm feeling with them mm-hmm. and they're sharing their feelings with me so you have to have that vulnerability and with eric and i being that we've been around each other for so long and we have such a good connection and good chemistry that only helps and that, and you know, as you said in the very beginning where spirit was coming in right away and Eric's like, you're a battery, you're a magnet. And he's like, within five minutes, something goes, you know, and it's all yeah. because of you. And he's it's like it's all Dominic's fault. And and I laugh about it, but it's true. It is true. You know, I, yeah. I tune in and right away we start. And and even with Julie, I mean, she's seen it firsthand and it just it it's fun. I just, I enjoy it so much. So I do yeah. open myself up and allow it in. And then there's, you know, there is things that I don't want to come out. You know, there are things that you know, everybody has that, you know, closet full of skeletons. Um, I may have one and maybe a leg, but that's about it. And <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's just one of those things, yeah. but it's, you have to be open and vulnerable. Otherwise yeah. your, your gift doesn't work.
0: And, movement like karate yoga dancing uh, skiing like energy it's movement like we need to move and and to ground and and having some sort of outlet is very important for for everyone but i find extra for those of us who are are extra sensitive
1: absolutely and and it helps me because you know having the martial arts background being able to meditate it puts me in the zone but it also like you said it grounds me and i'm able to release that energy it gives me that release yeah after i do a reading and after we do an investigation depending on how intense it is it drains you it absolutely does drain you it zaps your energy and pulls it away yeah so and that's when the burgers come in, you know and uh, and the ice cream and the cake and the <laughs> so
0: sometimes it's like that sometimes it is like that for me last week I did not have um and, and it's hard because it's there's neither good nor bad to any session or anything that no. we do. it just is what it is. So I, yep. I mean some take more out of us energetically and some yes. are lighter and those ones where we have to work harder to make sure that there is um, healing that's happening and if it's deep rooted healing that's happening we can get more drained and um yes. so emotionally sometimes that ice cream but i it's in moderation so we can do all those <laughs> things if we're doing it in moderation Correct. do you find julie you can comment and on this as well too and this might have been something that i asked you during um I think I may have during our segment, if you don't clear after you've done a bunch of sessions or you don't do an event, what that's like for us the next day.
1: Yeah, it's usually if I don't clear and I don't reset, um, I don't sleep well at all. Um, Nightmares do happen and mm-hmm. spirit is still connected and all they want to do is just talk the whole time and you you get headaches you get migraines the pressure in the back yeah. of your head and it radiates all through you you know from from the third eye all around and uh, you can get body aches from it uh, yeah. almost almost cold flu symptoms from yeah. it if you and depending I say on it how feels like it a psychic hangover exactly Like how
0: you feel yeah. like, like a hangover the next day if you're a drinker
1: yeah That's what it's a psychic hangover. That's a good way of doing it.
0: Julie's just sharing hundred percent. I have to clear, I feel it immediately. And I'm, and I'll also the, on the client's personality and cravings take on. Oh yeah. Take on. Oh yeah.
1: And, and it's true. I mean, we we've done some investigations where um, we've gone out and I've tuned into them. And Eric, when we, Eric gets a venue, doesn't matter where it's at, whether it's a theater, um, whether it's a museum, if it's a library, which we did, we have done uh, a eatery, you know, restaurant, tavern, whatever it is. Um, He doesn't tell me anything about it. And he, he, he talks to the owner and he talks to the manager and he gets the stories and he, he basically compiles them and he just tells me, Oh, we're going North. Okay. I ended up in Connecticut. (laughs) <laughs> you know, at Cheney Hall, which is, um, you know, a three hour ride away. But it was a, it, this Cheney Hall is a theater and it was, you know, built by two brothers. They owned a factory where they made yarn and clothing and they built this in the community and they used to have venues there. Well, when we went up there, it was right around covid at time. And we have to be careful with the C word. Yeah. And we went up there <laughs> to do this investigation. And when we walked in, it's just a, basically it's an open hall with a stage at the very end. Right. And right away, we're on the way up. And I'm like, where are you taking me? I always say to him, what did you get me into, You know. Yes, I actually
0: watched a video and you said it, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yes, you did.
1: (laughs) So as as we're driving up there, I'm getting images already and I'm getting things. And when we got on site, you know, I I don't say anything to him about it until we get there. And, you know, as soon as the camera's rolling, then I can tell him what I'm getting and what I'm feeling. And he already knows some of the stuff that has gone on. And this one he didn't know about he had no clue what i had found and when we walked into the place i said to eric i'm like i am getting and it's an open theater so there's no seating they bring chairs in when they have a production and it's just open and i I walk in and i'm seeing cots i'm seeing people laying on cots and i'm seeing people bleeding and there's blood stains on the floor and i said to eric i'm getting blood stains i'm getting cots on the floor i'm like there's almost like a hospital feel right and he's and he's like really well the manager that's there he says that's really interesting he's like they actually this was a makeshift hospital during the spanish flu and i'm uh, Okay, and it was almost it was almost a hundred years wow to that day when we were right. there, and it's it just amazing. And he's like, I, I, I he's like, I had no idea. And Eric was just floored. And I'm like, but this is what spirit tells me. And it and it's like it is layers and locations, comes out, yeah, and it is locations, a lot of it is locations. Um,
0: but layers, um, like so oh, many different layers to the story depending yep. on how it's utilized, like how locations get utilized, right? I do um, a big event at a theater that used to be a church. Okay. (laughs) It's
1: fun. Oh, I bet. (laughs) It is a lot of fun. And, you know it's when I was younger and we used to go on vacation and we used to go and I used to say to my parents all the time another old building (laughs) because I was a kid and and I would get all these images and see spirit and I'm like again I'm like can we just go somewhere fun like can we go to Disney (laughs) so
0: my baby boy I mean he's not so baby he's not will be 19 and he's a big boy when you call him that though he's actually really good (laughs) i have the sweetest boy he's i have three boys and one girl and he just he'll give me a hug and a kiss and out in public and not care like he's just sweet um but when he was little we would just even walking places he could really he full-on apparitions and he could see that and what i learned when he wasn't verbal and then became verbal like when he was younger every time he did this (laughs) he put his hands up over his (laughs) eyes and i'm like oh he had (laughs) really like because he could see in a different level than i could so he was like picking up and i wasn't but as soon as his hand went up and he'd start to cry then okay
1: you knew we're
0: not we're we're not (laughs) hanging out here today wrong park let's go to a different one
1: and And he
0: would say there's burned men mommy there's burned men
1: Everywhere. And and we have Gettysburg in Pennsylvania. Oh, dear. And Gettysburg, I've been to Gettysburg younger and now that I'm older, but I really have to prepare myself when I go to these places because there are so many troubled spirits that are there. Mm. And, you know, we, we walked across the battlefield and there are just soldiers just standing there and just looking at me. Yeah. and and they know when you can sense them and they know when you can they see them can. and all of a sudden their energy just gets brighter and they're they're like hey and i'm like you you do realize how long it's been since you've been passed you know and do
0: they though
1: <laughs> they don't no, no they think it was it, it's just yesterday you know yeah. you know it's like no i'm i'm living it right now and it's no you, it's years have gone by hundreds of years yeah and but you know, when we go to places like that, it, immediately the headache starts, the pressure when you start getting close to it. And it, it's yeah. your concentration factor is out the window. Um, you can't think clear. You can't, you know, make decisions because there's so much happening and going on and, and yeah. the amount of energy and the connections that, that they're trying to make. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to, to feel their pain is, is just wild.
0: Julie was saying, let's go. And then she's (laughs) listening to you and she's like, oh, never mind. (laughs) But sometimes it's not even just like these places that have huge historical. My sister does not like driving where she doesn't know where she's going so my sister got these tickets to see garth brooks when he came to hamilton and she's like carolyn will you go with me They're nosebleed seats i'm scared of heights (laughs) she doesn't want to drive i love my sister so i take her but it was like jam-packed full of people and the i i could not keep the spirits that were attached to the people
1: oh yeah out of
0: my space in that it was it was not it was I'm sure she's happy and I'm like, I'm glad you're happy and I am. Have you seen, I think it's like a meme that goes around of Shaq that everybody uses on like social media where he's like shoving things off. That's how I felt when I was at Garth Brooks. (laughs) Not today, not today. Sorry. Just listening to music. You need to like go now.
1: (laughs) Yep. Oh yeah. And it does happen. And you know, I, I, I just, we just had that experience down and you're going to bring it up later, but you know, I just had an experience down when we were doing the one investigation where um, and Julie knows all about it, but at least, no, not at least, um, down at the museum.
0: Oh, and yes. We're going to bring that up. Yeah. 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 So,
1: so that's a teaser. Stay tuned. Cause you want to hear about this.
0: Stay listening. That's right. Um,
1: but I had, there was, there, there was a spirit there that actually reached out to try to, to grab me mm-hmm. and I had my back to this object and it reached out. And I was just like, no, 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 we're not doing that. And I I walked away and, and Eric and the owner heard everything that happened. And I was like, yeah, it wasn't, ins- it was intense, Julie. You're absolutely right. And, uh, she, she, I had to help walk her through past that area in this museum because it is so intense and I, I don't want to go back into that room again. So it, yeah. it was, it was interesting, but yeah, I, I'll expand on it later, but, uh, yeah. You brought up Lee. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
0: we could go there too. I just Debbie's just saying, I will have to catch up on the recording later. This is fabulous. Hoping to attend another Dining with the Dead one day soon. I hope that you can as well too.
1: (laughs) That sounds like fun.
0: (laughs) It is a lot of fun. I've been doing it for 13 years and I started... Uh, originally, I started with locations that had histories of haunting or some oh, wow. kind of historical background to it that turned into restaurants. And okay. I was always hoping like the lights would just go <laughs> off or something would <laughs> move across the table. Yep. I don't know. It's not really happened, <laughs> but spirits certainly do come in through the come on That's in cool. and eat food, right? Like when we're gathered,
1: oh, yeah. when Absol- we are
0: coming together, they want to be a part of it.
1: I, oh, yeah they do. And it's usually, you know, it's the smells that bring them in. And that, that's, it's, you know, we, there's, there's a TV show out right now. It's called ghosts, you know, it's on ABC and on Disney or, uh, Paramount. And, uh, you know, I, I sit there and I watch it with my wife and kids and we, we laugh about it because that's, that's me. I experienced that, you know, yeah. she see the ghost cause she had a near death experience uh. and, you know, it's, it's a comedy show and you, you see these spirits, you know, from, way back when and you're, you're hearing their stories and i laugh because that's that's basically what it is and yeah it's fun it is a lot of fun but. so
0: i i have one more question kind of about this and then we can move into like the bray road and and the okay. other location that that we were talking about and i'm i'm just going to do a little bit of um uh yeah little we'll, Anyway, so the question sideways, (laughs) the question that I had, like when we're talking about family and our kids and and Julie, maybe you can comment about it as well too. Um, I have a particular tell. I have a tell. So, if we're at the mall, if we're grocery shopping, I have a tell. And the kids know as soon as they see it, we're standing in line at the bank. I I was standing at the hardware store. We have Canadian tire up here, is our like, yep. Yeah. So, we got our Canadian (laughs) tire. I'm just standing with a bucket. I just want to buy my bucket. (laughs) And the lady who's working the dill has her grandpa standing right behind her. And I'm like, just buy my bucket, dude. (laughs) <laughs> in my bucket but my tell i drop i drop my head to my left shoulder like okay. i'm stretching out my neck a little bit right and my kids <laughs> i like they're older
1: like, here goes mom
0: yeah i don't though i don't i tend to not act on it yeah. very limited times in, in all of the years, have I ever acted on it? I just, we don't know where those people are, are at emotionally. Yeah. We don't really know what the story is. Yep. For all I knew grandpa could have been not nice and yep. was there to apologize. And I don't need to send her off
1: crying. <laughs>
0: and, yes. <laughs> and yes. you know, it's,
1: it's, it's funny you say that. Cause you know, every, people ask me all the time. They're like, well, you know, when you go places and you run into people, do you say anything? And I, I'm like, I am not Teresa Caputo. I'm not no. Spirit Medium. I and she, no. you know, she walks into a place and then she's like, you could see her going into a little bit of a tizzy and a whirlwind. And she's like, uh, you, you have a mother that passed her and she goes right into it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm more reserved than that. And I understand that's for the TV show. Exactly. But I am so much more reserved than that. Because I again, like you said, you don't know where they are in their life. And right. if they need to hear that or not, you know, yeah, and Spirit says it to me, us. you need to tell them something for me. I, and you know, you need to say something, and I won't. And and I will at times. I'll say something, but not exactly what Spirit wants. I lessen the blow, yeah. and, and I give to it to them know. for free. If yeah. you
0: want to connect later, this is for free because I do not Correct. want you to feel like I'm hooking you in for cash.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> am, you know, I am hey, not. Um, go check that dresser drawer. You might've lost that earring, but it's in that dresser drawer. (laughs) (laughs) And they're, they're like, how did you know? "Eh, Just, I'm just telling you, just look there. You'll be fine. And I walk away. Yes. You know, it's um... like, how did they know I was missing an earring? And I was, I've been looking for it. and I can't find it. And and they'll, you know, they'll go home and I'm sure they find it, but they don't know who I was or anything like that. I just kind of slide it in and walk away.
0: I had a show with uh, the local cable company and the producers that I had were lovely. And they said, like, we had to get people to sign um, waivers for being on. Like, so I just know there's more to what we see. People need to understand there's more than what we see on the television shows. Right. Like that go into it. So the spur of the moment may not be necessarily spur and, of the moment yeah and
1: the other thing with it is that you know the tv shows they're edited so there's yep. other things in there that you're oh not yeah getting. So, an hour and a
0: half reading for me was edited down to 12 minutes
1: and that's you know eric and i filmed for five six hours and yeah it's 20 25 minutes, minutes. 25 yeah. minutes and you know he's like there's a lot of stuff i couldn't fit in it, it wouldn't make sense the way it was chopped yeah. up and it's like and I keep telling him, I said, you got to put out blooper reels. Yes, because I agree. There are so many blooper reels between him and I, just crazy stuff that goes on. And that
0: that so. could be those little TikToks that hook everybody <laughs> into the rest yep. of it, right? <laughs> Julie is sharing. Uh, so those who are, are yeah. listening to yep. the show later, my head tilts and I get electrifying chills at my back. My body jolts. Sometimes it's embarrassing. If, ghosts, if it's ghosts, I always say,
1: bah. Yep. And she does.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> Thomas heard <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Yep um Kathy's just showing i just visited the guy in the black t-shirts haunted museum it was intense i could sense the spirits there i grounded myself first and cleared afterwards you would oh yeah because dude has like even the kevorkian van and i'm weirdly kind of attracted to figuring like to touching the side of it and see what happens <laughs> like who <laughs> how many people need to go home that oh, are yeah but I mean his attention was good with what he was doing. So I don't I would hope that there's not spirits that are attached to the van. Like I'm hoping yeah. to touch it and feel like there's nothing there. That's my hope. But I'm weirdly curious about it.
1: <laughs> well, you'll have to make a trip down here to Doylestown to the, to the one we're doing now. <laughs>
0: so let's get into that. Let's get into where you're going to be. And for those um, people that are listening or or later uh, who are tuning in uh, with us, the guest that he or the place that he's talking about will be my guest on the show in two weeks time. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm talking about, do you want me to give away the name? Yep.
0: You can, you can Uh, share now. So
1: in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, um, Ed, uh, the owner, he has the Vampa Museum. It's a vampire museum and it's all about good and evil. Um, Julie and I and Eric have been investigating this now for the past couple, probably month, two months. Wow. Um, he has vampire killing kits, um, chests as well that have the implements in it um, that, you know, back from the early 1400s, 1500s. Uh, they have the hammers, the spikes. Um, he has bottles in there of holy water. Uh, salt, and other other things inside the bottles to help with ex- exercising the evil spirit of a vampire. Um, Holy Bibles. I mean, he has tons and tons of these kits. I mean, over 200 of them. Besides, besides having a barn that has antiques in it, which are on consignment, that he sells.
0: That was what... I would originally, that was what, how I found, well, no, there was two, um, somebody sent me a TikTok video and like, you might be interested in this. Yeah. And so it kind of went from there, but just even having an antique barn, like,
1: yeah. And it, I mean, Julie and I, yeah, Julie's saying she never felt energy like that. Well, it's true. And it's no joke. Yeah. Um She's saying at, I'm grateful we go
0: there together because it's no joke.
1: Yeah. and And absolutely. I mean, it's, um, that you walk into this museum and it's, it's all about, you know, how to, how vampires, the, the folklore behind them. Um, and you walk through and he has different items and there's different sections in the museum when you're walking around. And one section is the vampire killing kits. Then you walk into another room. He has a chair there that was in Vincent Price's house um that vincent price used to sit in and use and it's really cool and then you walk into another room and he's got um some uh items some boats and stuff like that that have you know the very demonic state looking and then you walk into another room and he's got a ouija board that harry houdini had um that's there and it's a big chest He's got some other stuff from that are Ouija boards and things from circuses. Then the next room, which there's a room that has African art that has, you know, some demonic stuff to it as well. And then he has a closet in that room off of that room. And he has this there are a bunch of dolls, uh, doll heads, bodies, uh, marionettes. He's got a four foot me doll with real hair and that's what i had said earlier i heard this noise that was from that closet julie was actually being interviewed in another room at the time and i'm standing there with ed the owner and i'm talking with him and i heard this noise and it, it sounded like it was a voice box with the batteries running low uh,
0: and i could, heard it could, twice
1: could. Very, very creepy. And the energy from that, and that's where I had to help Julie walk through that room because of that closet and the energy that was there. And I I, I sir I heard this thing twice. And I said to Ed the second time, I'm like, Did you hear that again? It happened again. And he said, No, nah, I, I didn't hear it. And I said, Okay. I said, There's something in there. I don't know what it is. I'm not trying to tune in because we're trying to do a whole investigation. Yeah. Um, but you would walk through that room in down the hallway where julie was being interviewed he has uh, a hearse that was horse drawn carriage hearse it is absolutely beautiful though this this piece that he has right and there's he has two statues of egyptian goddess god and a goddess that are there and then you walk through that room because that all has to do with the the you know the vampires. Is a story like
0: unfolds like it as does. you go from room yeah, to room? The story sort of unfolds. It's, again,
1: it's it's about good and evil the whole time. And the very last room is Michael the Archangel, and he has oh, no. statues and pictures and paintings and figurines of Michael the Archangel. And you know, then you walk out and you're you're basically you're cleansed when you walk back out. Um, it, it is. It, I mean, the, the museum itself is phenomenal and there are things in there that are that are very scary. Um, when we went over and we were in to the barn, he has stuff over there and he is from all over the world. He's traveled Italy uh, over to China, Japan. I mean, he's been everywhere and uh, we're in the barn and. The, there's the four of us it's eric julie and i and we're talking and all of a sudden we heard this noise and i said that is the same noise i heard over in that room so we kind of ended and then eric was like we need to get that on film let's go back so him and i with ed julie wasn't there and we went back and we're standing in front of this closet with this burmese doll and um just talking about what i heard what i experienced and we're in there for about a half an hour nothing you know there's energy coming from that closet where the doll is but nothing else and every time eric's trying to film the doll its face is blurred you it wouldn't let you get a cleared picture and i'm like something's gonna happen tonight i can feel it so as we're talking and i'm explaining the story about how it sounded like it was a voice box with its batteries low and I said, to Eric, you know, he's like, I want to get one more shot. I'm like, well, let's do a half shot, you know, just chest ahead. I'll block part of the closet. You can get this doll in the back over my shoulder. And I said, and I'll explain the story again, just for continuity. So everybody knows. And as I'm explaining it and I get to the point and I say, yeah, it sounds like a voice box where the batteries are draining. It makes the noise. I... And it was louder than it was before. And we got it on camera. Ed was like, oh my God, Eric was going, holy cow. When I heard it this that time, I'm getting chills now talking about it. But when I heard it again, that's when it reached out and tried to grab me. And I I was like, oh, hell no. And I kind of just like shrugged it off, walked away as quick as I could. I grabbed my rosaries in my pocket. I started saying some prayers real quick and started trying to get myself to calm down, force it away. Ed's going, I'm going to go upstairs and make sure there's nothing that wasn't one of my cats. It wasn't anything else. And he goes, taken off because he lives above the museum on the second floor. And not me, but <laughs> that's Ed. <laughs> so you know, he went upstairs and we're like, are you all right? And he's like, it wasn't the cat. It wasn't anything. I don't know what that was, but I mean, we're still scratching our heads trying to figure out what's going on. And, so he
0: may like would uh, have to expect that something and oh, depending <clears throat> You know, like... other
1: other people, Eric was down there. And I mean, this this past weekend on Sunday, he had over 500 people in there.
0: Wow. That went through the museum.
1: Um, I mean, it's it's a big genre and people are into it. And, uh, you know, Ed, Ed and Eric were talking about it and we're still scratching our heads trying to figure out what's going on. And that's the same room. Julie, like she said, her comment, my body did not want to go through that room. I actually like held her hand, she closed her eyes and we kind of just bum rushed right through, you know, the room to get her to go to the back area because that the room is just very scary. And it's just there, you know, and he knows that he has stuff there and people that have been there have said, you know, that are sensitive. They're like, that's, that's weird. There's energy over there, and it's really weird. Yeah, and you know, I, I I don't know what you could do to try to exercise and try to get that out. But yeah, that's that's a scary doll.
0: Do you bring um, protection like that from your belief system with you at every investigation? Are you okay to talk Uh, about what you do preparing to go into places? Yeah, I,
1: I do. I I have I have objects and things that were my grandmother's that I carry that I have um, and that, you know, will help cleanse me. When I get home, I I go through and do my rituals of what I normally do. Calm down. Um, And I, I myself do not allow dark spirits. Mm -hmm. I push them away. Mm -hmm. I I don't allow them. Um, They're there. I know they're there, but I don't, I don't allow connection to them. Peripheral. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. And and
0: you have t- an intention, like I cannot stress enough how much intention matters and Correct. your, in- your intention matters and stating what your intention is when you go into places as well, too. Like, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm open to this and not open to this and you may do this and you may not.
1: Yeah. And, and, and this I is just
0: asking, um, for you ever? Do you ever, do you ever call on St. Benedict?
1: I have. Yes. Um, St. Francis, who's the patron saint of animals. Um, he is a big one for me. I, you know, I love, I love animals. I love dogs. I have two dogs. Um, you know, we rescue, so we adopt, we don't shop kind of a thing. And, um, you know, I, I do, I have my, my spirit guides, my grandmother is very strong still, you know, she has passed on, but she's still here and she's very strong. And, you know, I know myself, my energy is very strong. And, you know, I, and as I said, I, I push, you know, the darker spirits away. I don't allow them. And I do state my intentions, you know, and Hey, I, I, I will allow you to connect. I will not allow you to take me over. You know i'm not going to allow you to inhabit me you're not going to be able to attach to me Um, but i do have objects i do take that are that are significant to me and you know sage is a big one sage clear myself out and and julie you know she actually saged us after we did the investigations um, when we were there just to make sure and between her energy my energy um you know to keep things pure and keep things yeah. clean because I, I don't want to bring that home to my family. That's the one thing I don't no. want it to come. You know, I, I do separate what I do and my family. So it, it's, you know, I keep them separate um, and it's, you know, they don't need that. So, no, you know, and that's, that's the big thing, but yeah, I do have objects that I do take that are very sentimental to me and that, that I know have energy to them that are positive. Right.
0: Yep. For those of us, or for those of you that are just uh, tuning in to us, joining us in the chat or listening uh, to the audio, thank you for being here. You are listening to Spirit Switchboard. I am your host, Carolyn Shellhorn, and you are listening to us live on the United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 and 107.7 New Orleans. And my guest today is Dominic Sattel. He is a spirit medium out of Bucks County who works with Julie Krause, Eric of Eric Mintel investigates. Um, you guys do have we'll just do a, another quick plug and and I have some more questions for you. Um, sure. you guys have the very first Bucks County Paracon happening next weekend, March 8th next and week. 9th. It's just March, a Saturday?
1: A Saturday, just March 9th. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. have a
0: pretty big lineup.
1: We do. Yeah, we have uh Nick Pope that's coming on, amazing. Uh, Bill Burns, we have Tom Carey. Uh, We have Eric Spinner and Art Mac from, and they're from NASBRO, which is uh, a Bigfoot researcher from New Jersey. Um, And uh, Eric and I are going to be speaking as well. We're going to have vendors there as well as food. Um, I'm going to be doing some one-on-ones. So it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. And this is the first one we're doing and we've gotten, uh, two over two hundred and forty-five tickets that are sold and people Amazing. coming in. So, yeah, and uh, I mean nobody else has done this yet. So Eric's like, so I want to do it. We're doing it, and uh, you know I had said to him, I said, well, what about this venue? What about that? And he reached out and did all the connections. Eric's phenomenal with that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it gives it room to grow. It's got to start somewhere. I know I'm doing um, a a Paracon in October, uh, Lake Superior uh, Paracon in Thunder Bay, Ontario. And it's the very first one in Thunder Bay. And so, like, if you guys don't know Ontario very well, Thunder Bay is like the very tip top of Lake Superior. And you have to make an effort to get there. Like, I'm (laughs) from Northern Ontario, Sault Ste. Marie area. So, like, cross the ditch from Sioux, Michigan, you know, like that's how, that that's how, what we always called it. We would go across for Ponderosa and I'd get my braces checked when I was younger in Sioux, Michigan. So like, you'd have to drive like nine hours North to get to Thunder Bay. So like, I'm excited oh, wow. about doing it and I can't, I just going to keep plugging it. The tickets go on sale this Saturday at two. So awesome. had to yeah. And it's fun when we, when we can support and be an ambassador for these places that don't have a lot of that to offer, yes. like to, you know, really encourage um, that interconnection. One of the things, a uh, question that I wrote down when I was checking out some of the, the videos was sure. actually about a comment that a fellow named Mitch said, okay, uh, during uh, I forget which episode it is, I didn't write that part down. It was with the UFOs though. Okay. Seeing the tiny little, right. So his comment when you guys were doing that UFO was um, that his belief was that these could potentially be descendants or ourselves from the future, like historians coming back to check on us and information gathering. So I was like that. I, yeah. (laughs) Wow.
1: Yeah. um, That was (laughs) that that little
0: finger light.
1: Yes. Yeah. It was uh, UFOs over Bucks County. That's the video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eric and I, Eric's gotten a ton of calls from MUFON in Pennsylvania, um, which he was a part of at one point. And they, they were contacting him saying they were getting all these things going on and he was getting videos of nurses at the hospital, the local hospital, three lights traveling around in a triangle um, and they, they stayed stationary and then they moved wow. into a perfect line. And, you know, his first thing is going on the computer and he types in, uh, Starlink, you know, is that Starlink not during the day and not yeah. just three. And, uh, he starts doing the investigating part to, to try to debunk,
0: debunk. it. Yes. So
1: he, he is, he is a believer, but he always wants to know why it's happening, what it is, um, you know and he's, he's the one that, that goes and knows the cryptids. He's the one that does the UFO stuff. I do spirit. And that's my right. big thing. And you're still you know, a part
0: of that. in interviewing I still,
1: and... Oh, absolutely. And cause I find it fascinating. And you it know, is. I do, I think there is a connection um, with spirit. I do think there's a connection with um, you know, cryptids, whether it's uh, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, uh, you know the beast of Bray Road, something which I'd like, like that. to talk
0: about as well too. But if we, well, Dominic, if we're not, if we are open, we're picking up. You're picking I don't up know that everything. collective cannot collective yes. consciousness of one. Right, so we're tapping into that. Could we not also tap into?
1: Uh, why not? That that's I agree, and yeah, Mitch's comment on that was, you know, he he feels that it is, you know, people coming back. Time travel or something of that nature, and he right. says they're they're documenting their past history. So and you know and it's like finger-sized talking...
0: lights that you had saw at other and, investigations, in particular yes, those. His
1: his wife was out back. She was sitting on the deck, and she had this. It was about a, maybe a flashlight, about three to four inches. It was just a beam of light, and it came up to her face, and it was real thin, about the size of a finger. And it was there, and she was screaming to Mitch to come out, and then it just zipped away. And, um, you know, and, and if you science will tell you, a light of any light has to have a starting and it continues, it doesn't end unless it runs into something.
0: Right. So,
1: to have a beam of light this big, there's no start, there's no end, it just exists, there's something to it. So, yeah. and, you know, as, as we're talking and we talked with Tom Carey, who's, you know, a Roswell researcher and author, um, he had made a comment about, you know, it, it's interdimensional as well. And he says, it's not really extraterrestrial, it's mm. interdimensional. So he said, you know, his theory is they weren't aliens at Roswell. They were us from the future that came back to warn us. And he said, you know, that theory, it's, it's more than a theory. And, and that's all he would say. So I found that interesting. And the beam of light, we have Lee Hempel, who's out in Wisconsin, and it's the Beast of Bray Road. Yep. And he has thousands of pictures of these beam of lights, shafts of lights that start four foot off the ground. They go down to two foot above the ground. They're cylindrical so there you know there's a tube and you can actually see the tube and it's just there there's no start or end point and it's the light is is just phenomenal and you know he has pictures of portals on his property um and you could see the one portal it's an orb he showed us the picture he weren't allowed to take that picture and show it to anybody else it's his but the in that in that orb is a doorway and there's a figure standing in the doorway in his field. So I, I don't know how to explain that.
0: <laughs> and I think we talk, we, I know that Eric and I uh, talked about it when he was on as well to you. So you guys feel free yep. to go to SoundCloud and, and look up that uh segment if you want to take a listen. And I, like, I really encourage you those, those cause you did two parts to those videos. It yeah. was like still alive and, still here alive (laughs) and well yeah the the beast of bray road and so can you tell people like what the actual backstory is to
1: um so the the beast of bray road um it's been around their stories have been out there for years and i i'm talking 1800s that this this beast has been seen Wow. and um i'm drawing a blank on the lady's name that that actually wrote uh godfrey linda godfrey um that wrote books about it um and she you know she's really the one that really made it huge and popular in the 90s when she was writing about it um but this beast it's it's an upright canine werewolf kind of a creature um this this gentleman lee hempel owns a a hayfield out in elkhorn wisconsin And he's about two-tenths of a mile from Bray Road. And this beast has been seen on his property, crossing his property. He has it on game cameras. Um, He has pictures when it's snow-covered out, footprints that, that travel. One set of footprints breaks off into two. And then it just stops. So it starts and stops. So this thing is, like, floating, sets down, walks split off into two different tracks, um, and, which is interesting. And, and the other thing with it is is that this thing has made tracks and it made 90-degree turns. Well, when it makes a 90-degree turn, if it's a four-legged creature, it doesn't show because it would be off balance when it would make a hard right turn, so you would have multiple prints, and there's not. It's just one continuous line of just single footprints walking. <sighs> And it's just, it's really, I mean, it's mind boggling. So Lee Hemphill was a teacher and in Illinois, retired, bought this hay field and started farming it. And the neighbors are going, you do know there's a creature out there, right? You bought this field and there's creature living on it. And he goes, no, I haven't seen anything. And he was kind of, you know, just poo-pooing the idea. And all of a sudden he started seeing things. He was pulling out of his driveway one night and there was this black mass on the other side of the road and it had red eyes and they were glowing red eyes. And he was like, what in the world is that? He said, you know, I backed up and I turned towards it and start going towards it. He said, this thing stood up and took off. And he said, it moved so fast and it was gliding. Mm-hmm. So he said, you know, when you walk, you kind of walk and you you kind of go up and down. And he said, this yeah. thing was just, gliding across wow. and it was just gone. So we went out there the first time Eric thought we were going to do a great documentary, you know, talk about this thing, whatever it is, not encounter anything. And when we went out there, we, first thing that happened was we get out to the middle of this field, the hay field, which the hay was gone, but there were still corn fields up around us and we were out there in the daytime, scoping it out. And Um, Ellen Collins, who paid for us to go out there to investigate it with her son, Scott, he was our cameraman. He was flying a drone over us in the daytime as we're going out there, getting us some good footage. Right. And all of a sudden we just disappeared off the camera and he's wearing virtual reality glasses when he's flying the drone and he had us on camera and he's like, where'd you guys go? And he's like, we just disappeared off the camera. And he's like, he pulled the glasses off and he could see us standing right in front of him. And he put the glasses back on and he's like, wait a minute, where's my drone? And the drone flew probably 30, 40 yards in a different direction. And he put it sitting so it would be stationary and it just moved on its own. So he brought it back and then he was able to get us on there. He's like, that was just weird. Or pushed. Or pushed. Or reflected off of something. So we went out and we did the investigation that morning and then we went back that night it was overcast cloudy it was raining we thought we were going to get washed out we went to into lee's barn and lee was showing us videos and pictures and everything and telling us all these experiments that he's done 16 road killed deer he set back there and they just disappear no bones left no hairs, nothing. Um, he has real tall grass. He dropped one in really tall grass and he said it was just picked up and moved and gone. And the grass around it was not disturbed. Nothing was laid down. He's like, so something had to physically pick it up and move it. And he said, you're talking 150 pound deer that I threw off a tractor bed into that grass so that it wouldn't get disturbed. And it was just gone. Um, So he's telling us about it. And Eric's like, well, we're going to try and go out. We're going to see what we can see. You know, it is raining. It's muddy now. We're going to do what we can. So we hopped on the the four wheelers. We went back to the back 40 of the the property. We get out and we had set up stake bones for bait in the one area. which Right stupid <laughs> so <laughs> you're gonna bring in all the animals exactly that's what we were thinking so we're out there and it was raining and i looked up and the sky was crystal clear and i could see stars over his field all around his field it was still cloudy you could see thunder in the distance and what caught my eye was it was crystal clear and i looked up and there was this bright white light and i said to eric what the hell is that and he looks up and um, he's like, "Scott, get the camera, get that on camera. Scott gets the camera on it. And you can see it on the camera. This thing starts moving away from us. and it, it's moving faster than a plane. and it's heading towards a plane. It made a 45 degree and blinked out. And in on the video, you can see planes, the red and blue, the red and green lights flashing. you see them flying and this thing's just zipping towards it, turns and disappears. And I was like, I said, Eric, I'm like, what the heck is that? And he's like, I have no idea. But I mean, you could see all the clouds all around. It was crazy. Is there
0: any way of figuring out what those, like who was,
1: like what planes were over and if they saw or We would have to contact the FAA and get the records of that day. But I don't see why it wouldn't be on somewhere. I mean, it was just crazy curious to so, because
0: did they want you to see it not like yeah you see it but they don't get to see it but you would think it would be picking up on radar somehow
1: yeah and you know i was like it wasn't a plane and there was no sound from it and it yeah. was just crazy so that was the that wasn't the number one thing the second thing was we're sitting there after right after that happened and we're talking about it and we're just kind of standing around and all of a sudden we heard this Howl, scream—it it, it sounded kind of like a, a person screaming. Train whistle, but it was monotone, and and it didn't pitch. It was wow. just monotone, and it was about fifteen hundred yards away. And we all stopped and we're like, "What was that?" Then we heard it again. This time it was about five hundred yards away, and we're like, uh, "It's getting closer." So we start saying to scott we're like start filming over that direction and shine our lights over there we might see something then a third one we heard and we were wearing little mics lavalier mics and it picked up the howls. and the the, the last one was about 150 yards away it was just on the other side of the hay field at wow. the edge of the cornfield and we heard this thing and and it scared the bejesus out of us and, you know, I'm a spirit medium. I, I don't hunt beasts, but I'm out there supporting Eric, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, we're out there with a flashlight. We're out there with a flashlight and a radio and nothing to protect us. And this thing was so loud. And I, I just, I looked at Ellen who was standing next to me. I'm like, did you hear that? And she was kind of frozen in and in almost like a haze. And I was like, did you hear that? And she's like, yeah, it's coming from over there. And, scott's shining we're shining flashlights scott's got the camera over there and we actually got eye shine darting in and out and uh so that was the second thing so now we're we're like okay um there's something here we don't know what it is it wasn't a coyote it wasn't a wolf wasn't anything like that we don't know how to explain it you'd have to listen to the sound and so we're, we're walking around and we're just checking for footprints now because it was rainy it was muddy i'm like if there's something we're going to get footprints and we're looking for footprints and all of a sudden eric's like do you see this mist he's like there's a mist coming up from the ground it's not not a like fog it's a mist which lee has had issues with this mist where it it will just, dis- it, it, he was out there looking, checking for a deer that he had laid at roadkill deer. And the camera has, his game camera has him standing there and there's a mist around him and it, it, it shadows his legs. So there, it's there, but he's like, there was no mist when I was actually standing there. The camera caught it, wow. but he couldn't see it. And this mist, he has this mist that comes in and it'll cover the deer, and the mist will go away and the deer's gone. So there's there's this connection with this mist that's going on. And when we're out there, you know that that was the trifecta. Eric's like, there's a mist, and at that point we started hearing rustling in the corn that was really really close to us. And I said, Eric, we got to go. Um, I'm getting told to get out of here. I'm like, we need to go. And he's like yeah for everybody's safety let's just get out of here so we got back on the four-wheelers and we took off um met with we met for breakfast the next morning and that night um that night we lost power in the town of elkhorn um and i blame eric for it because he brought back a stick from the field back to the hotel See, and <laughs> i like, the rocks I'm
0: like, i'm like
1: it's your fault eric so but the whole town of didn't your keys
0: not work too wasn't there like
1: yeah our room keys did not work when we got back to the hotel they had to be reprogrammed the magnetic strip on the back was blank and this is all like things that happen on his hayfield um and it's crazy because it's just odd things but we're back on the plane and as we're coming back lee had left eric a voicemail saying he was down in the bait area the game camera stopped recording at five 30 at night and didn't start recording again till seven 30 in the morning. So he has no video, no pictures of us being out in the field in front of that game camera. And he said, and the bait's gone. So wow. yeah. And no sign of anything, but it, it's, this is like an ongoing thing that happens. So yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: So how, I want. Do you know if they've taken? I forget what it's called. Um, where they're scanning to see if there's what's underneath. Are there oh. tunnels under the property? Is there ley lines? Uh,
1: I, you know, I I think from what I understand, there are ley lines there, um, because that whole area was um, very populated with Native Americans, and they have um, basically mounds, burial mounds around the area. Mm-hmm from them but it's a very um uh, there's a portal there definitely on his property but it it definitely there's the ley lines are there and that the energy that's there is crazy he has um you know everybody's heard of skinwalker ranch but he has more activity than skinwalker ranch um we we were on Bray Road and we were filming on Bray Road, and Scott had put his drone up in the sky, and there's cornfields on both sides of Bray Road. And as he's up there, he's like, Check this out. And he pulls up on his screen what the camera's seeing. And there are crop circles in the middle of the cornfields. Wow. Yeah. There's no disturbed corn anywhere else except right there and he's like this is crazy so we have that skinwalker
0: ranch did a great experiment with having um indigenous uh peoples come out and do a, a drumming chant and they did this drumming chant and then waited to see what the response was and there was a huge interaction and it was like opening a portal yeah so i mean it, there's so many ways to, you know, maybe explore that, that haven't hasn't been explored. And but I guess it's do you want to?
1: <laughs> well, after we heard those the the three howls, you know, we, we kind of ended our investigation and we left. Um, but we did go back um, yeah. and we did a follow-up at the Beast of Bray Road Alive and Well. And what we did is we did a town hall at the local library in Elkhorn. And right. we had over 140 people show up at the library and the the manager that was there, he kept pulling out more chairs because wow. he's like, I, he's like, I set up a hundred chairs and how I'm running brave out. Of him. But the the stories that we heard from the people that live there, every story we heard was very similar to the next one. How the, how mm. they see the beast, how it moves, how it walks the eyes. I mean, every person that was there Every one of them has seen something on Bray Road and they're like, this is my story. And they tell it um, when we were out there, we we're wearing our 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 garb. Eric Mantel investigates our yeah. shirts and stuff. And we went out to have lunch. And as we're walking into the restaurant there, this couple stops Eric and was like, hey, what are you doing? We see your shirt. What are you doing? And tells them, oh, we're out here. Beast of Bray Road. Oh, I got a story for you. And they were driving in their car and the beast was running next to him. And he's, he's like, I'm doing 55 and this thing is running next to my car. And he said, and it just turned and just ran. And wow. he said, and it was just gone. And he's like, we're, we're trying to figure out what, if it was dog or what it was, but he says it was just this black figure. Wow. And it's just crazy stuff. But I mean, wild. I mean we have pictures of knuckle prints cuz it's a knuckle walker on the front legs it walks on its knuckles cuz it's got fingers so it walks on its knuckles and and it'll stand up and just run and we have pictures of the knuckles and stuff like that so I mean there's something definitely there so, yeah
0: and if it's dimensional and 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 portals can bring yes who knows and allow whatever exactly
1: <laughs> yep
0: and uh, do you so i'm just going to share denise uh denise smith thank you so much for for uh your support and tuning in and, and being part of the chat and she's saying that was a cool video so she did watch oh, the, the videos there um i i personally feel like we're just never gonna know all the answers there's too much to it that we it's a oh, rabbit absolutely. hole that we go down that And even clearing houses, like I get emails all the time. Can you clear the energy of the house? And and I don't, I don't mind, but I make sure I'm telling people it's layers, people that come into your house, the stuff that you bring into the things that you do, like it, we can do this today and tomorrow you can be having an issue. You, they have to be educated as well too, and have accountability of what's going on in their own space.
1: personally. Absolutely. and and wow. it's the, the places you go. It's what attaches to you when you go to certain places as well. You can bring yeah. it home. You know, it doesn't have to be you know any object that you bring in. It could be just attached to you. So yeah. and, and that's that's part of it. But yeah. But I
0: think teaching people um, in the best way that we can, right? Yes. And and educating people about uh, that it's it's more normal than it is outside of the box. And yes. and it it really. There's an ease to those routines and rituals for grounding and clearing that just becomes so natural that it, yes. it doesn't, you know, have to be an inconvenience when you're doing things. And I mean, I don't know, I sometimes get walloped and something will happen where I'm like, oh, man, I sure didn't see me bringing that home. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going <laughs> to deal with that right now. <laughs> oh,
1: like, yeah.
0: do you have that? Have you I, had that experience I, as well? I do.
1: Yeah, I do. And, you know, it's, it's you know, because when I was in my business and I was doing older homes, I was, you know, things were attaching to me and it would go with me throughout the day. And I'd be like, why are you still here? <laughs> and I'm like, would you please stop? Yeah. You know, it's like, I need to go home and I don't want to bring you home. And, you know, I, I sense when they're attached to me and I'm like, okay, what's the reason? Why are you attached to me? What can I do to help you move yeah. on? away from me and you know
0: yeah. not attached
1: to somebody else
0: and and for people that are, are are listening and joining in the chat like you do not have to hang a shingle on your door and do one-on-one sessions or investigations or or yep. you know like we can all have that um ability and that allow that muscle to grow and it and it makes life magical like when because you really have confidence and trust yourself when you're making decisions and things that things that you do um the people that you align with it it's um yeah do do you want to add to that
1: we're when we were down uh julie and i and we we were at the waterwheel tavern we were doing the premiere there was a young young boy with his mom that came to the premiere and i said to julie i'm like he has somebody attached to him that's not good Mm. i said there and and uh at the very end they came up and they were talking to us and i said you know i have to tell you i said you have a spirit with you that is that is giving you bad ideas and he just he kind of just looked at me i said who who was recently that just passed away that you know and it's not one of your family members it's one of your friends and he's like um well my best friend his father passed away I said he wasn't a good dad was he no I said he had some issues when his dad passed away I said but he's doing better now yeah I said that's because he is now attached to you mm-hmm I said, you need to do this, this, and this. And I said, don't listen to him. He's trying to guide you down the wrong path. He's, you know, you're trying to make a decision and he's telling you to do the bad one. I said, you need to not listen to that. I said, you need to consciously say no. And you know, it was, the mom was just looking at us like, how did you know? How did you know? And it's like, we know (laughs) we just know. (laughs) So, yeah. And it's, It's very interesting. And, you know, it's, I, again, I don't always say things to people, but when it's something that's that strong, you have to. Yeah. And
0: I I mean, all of us have gifts in our own way and that's what we're here to do. Like we're here to share the gift of who we are unconditionally with the world around us. Right. And the more that we heal and grow and take accountability for our our growth, the more we understand who we are and we can be of service to other people and it doesn't have to be a big thing you could just be the one that like smiles and says hi to people all the time like
1: oh yeah and you know the whole thing is you know ed is his whole theory is you know treat people the way you want to be treated treat them nicely you know love unconditionally you know there's no need for hate you mm -hmm. know somebody does something wrong somebody does something bad yeah you do get angry yeah you get mad but it's how you act upon it yeah. And that's that's choices. the whole thing. You have choices. So yeah. and it's you know it's you know rocky. It's not how hard you get hit. It's, <laughs> you know, it's it's true. And and yeah. you know that's yeah. how you react to those conditions is the person that you are. So, yeah, like, yeah right? somebody does something bad, it's how you react to it and how you internalize it to make it good. And you know that's that's the whole thing that you need to do. Be positive. Don't there's no need for negativity.
0: That this has been a pleasure. Thank oh, you thank for you. agreeing of coming on and and sure. hanging out with me, yeah. and um, I'm looking forward to having Ed on in two weeks. He'll be on in two weeks.
1: He'll be on. Ed's, on the 15th. Ed's a great guy, so and, yeah, you'll uh, like you like Ed. He's got good energy too. So
0: he. Um, oh, thanks, Tammy, for sharing that. I've learned so much from this show. Scared. <laughs> scared of the dog, man.
1: I don't blame yeah. you. <laughs>
0: Yes. Um, yeah, he was. He was. We had a little chat, Ed and I, and I think he was a little like, how is exactly going to play out?" And I said, "Honestly, t- call Dom and <laughs> Eric yep. and Julie. They'll let you know. It'll be a safe space. I promise." <laughs> and, yep. and and respectful. Absolutely. Like, I, I have lots of questions and want to understand what he. I want him to have an opportunity to educate us about what he knows. Right. And, yeah
1: and and there's lots to it he he is a wealth of knowledge about the subjects and you know he he i don't want to give away too much people have yep. to tune in but um he's got great background i mean the things he's done is, yeah and that's what wild. i want to learn
0: about that's what i want to learn about so michelle's just saying incredible conversation tonight Thanks, Michelle. uh denise great show looking forward to the next Thanks, Denise. Um, Julie thanks Julie for being Hi, here Julie. love the episode thanks so much everybody next week on uh, the show I have Marie D Jones uh, she is an author um, She she's done all kinds of stuff as well too and has a great uh, background she uh, her newest or latest book is The Afterlife talking from an educational standpoint and then as a medium and uh, we're also going to be talking about her um, Hollywood hauntings and oh wow. Yeah, I've got some <laughs> fun stories about that too. For like this country bumpkin Canadian that went to Los Angeles for the first time that she left <laughs> Canada. <laughs> it was like I remember, I called my dad I'm like daddy they're all crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> like I just like, oh, I'm outside of the Viper Room, puking on the sidewalk. I'm sure people thought it was because oh. I was drunk. And it was just because there were so many awful dead folks that had awful deaths.
1: I've I've been out to L.A. and it there's definitely some people out there. It is just oh. crazy, and you know it's it, yeah, you just I, we were driving around. We went to Rodeo Drive, my wife and I, and you know before we had kids, we were out there, and it just the intensity and oh. the energy that's out there it's you know you, you go into places like New York and Philadelphia and there's energy but you go out to LA different and it is absolutely different it's night yeah. and day and i had the crazy.
0: yeah i had the opportunity to go to David Oman's house which oh, is wow right so yeah. we, we the, he invited me down which is why i landed there this it was <laughs> the whole reason why i went and it was a whole it was an experience for sure. So if you guys are, are getting the teaser now, tune in in two weeks and well, actually next week, we're going to be talking about that. So next week with, with Marie, I'll be sharing all of that. And Thanks again for joining in the the conversation and the chat today, everyone. You you are all very much appreciated and I'm so grateful for all of you and the support. So thank you, everyone. Thank you to UPRN and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 New Orleans. And we'll see you here next week. If you are wanting to hang out, Uh, Jeffrey Pritchett, uh, his show Church of Mavis, Mavis is on right after us. Have a good night, everybody. Take care. Thanks.